a desert planet with twin suns. His name is Boba Fett. Boba Fett? Where? I am Boba Fett. Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to our sixth Boba Fett review and breakdown. This was a fantastic episode, and I'm really, really excited to talk to you all about it. So without further ado, let's dive into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. All right, there is so much to cover in this episode that this is going to end up being a very long review and breakdown, but there's a lot of great stuff to cover, and we're talking about episode six of the Book of Boba Fett, called From the Desert Comes a Stranger. And as always, I'm going to start off with my non-spoiler review, followed by full spoiler, everything else right after that. Um, so as far as my non-spoiler review goes, guys, what the actual heck? This episode may be my favorite episode of a live-action Star Wars show absolutely ever. It felt more like Star Wars than nearly anything since maybe like the last season of The Clone Wars, even maybe more so than that. I honestly can't put into words what this did to me emotionally what the actual heck guys i'm gonna say that a lot in this episode if you weren't on board with the show before you will be after this episode and if you're not then i really don't know what else you could want from star wars i can't properly express how much i love this freaking episode nostalgia new content my heart is just so very happy thank you dave filoni thank you john favreau Thank you to every single person who brought this episode to us. Thank you. That's all that I feel like I can say. Please, please, please go and watch this episode. Watch this entire show if you haven't already, so that you can watch this episode. And as much I even, I liked the rest of this show. I think that the rest of this show has been really interesting. And I know a lot of people haven't liked it all that much. If you haven't, you'll love this episode. I promise you. Just watch it, and you, you want, you'll want to watch the rest of the show to kind of give you context for it. But man, if it ain't awesome, I, I just I can't say anything else. So the rest of this episode is going to have a lot of spoilers. So spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Don't have this episode spoiled for you, I beg of you. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Let's go. Guys, my Star Wars nerd self is so happy right now. We got freaking r2d2 right off the bat we got ahsoka we got luke we got order 66 we got cad bane what the actual heck is happening i might swear in this episode i'll bleep it out if i do but i have never sworn in this podcast before and I, i might mando first of all mando made me cry i will say i was crying in public with with no shame because mando choosing not to see grogu for the sake of his training broke my heart. The way that Pedro delivered the lines, you could hear how much he wanted to see him and how much it hurt when he realized that he couldn't. And then when Ahsoka's like, oh, you want to see him? Do you want to see him so he'll remember you? Like, stab me in the heart, I swear. Like, how could he forget? He's his dad. And then Grogu seeing the ship leave and reaching out, oh, it broke my heart. It was... It was 10 for 10, crying in a golf shop at 9.40 a.m. Not gonna lie. We got to see Jedi training. Holy shit, you guys. Yep, see, there it is. Um, Luke looks a lot better than he did at the end of season two, Mando season two in the finale. 
I can't handle how freaking cute Baby Yoda is. And the frog fascination continues, which, of course, is, is absolutely amazing. Luke's building a new Jedi temple with the help of Ahsoka. What? It's the interaction that I've been waiting for. I've been wanting this since Rebels. And it's absolutely amazing. You get to hear her talk about Anakin? Are you kidding me? You're just like your father. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, there's so much. And the amp droids building the, the temple was a pretty cool addition as well. We haven't really seen stuff like that. and I, I thought that was a nice touch. Luke helps Grogu uh, keep up with him by swinging him with the Force. Like a little kid getting swung. And... I gotta say, that was one of the cutest things I've ever seen. Luke runs around with Grogu on his back, just like in Empire Strikes Back with Yoda. Like, what, what is happening right now? Grogu is literally Yoda 2.0 with how he was jumping around with the training stuff. Incredible. The puppet work for uh, the baby was just excellent, so perfectly executed as always the conversation with Luke. And Ahsoka almost made me tear up, like I said, where she's talking about Anakin. And obviously they have an existing relationship already. It's it's so perfect. It's so, so perfect. I was so surprised and excited to see Ahsoka and just to see her interact with Anakin's son. It was perfect. It was so well done. And I, I really can't wait for her show. I really, really can't wait. The Force theme over Grogu and Luke looking at the landscape gave me chills. Baby Yoda jumping made me so happy. And Ahsoka and R2 re reuniting made me smile in her line. I'm an old friend of the family. Like, how? How do you not love this stuff? I swear, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. And now, if you know me, you know I'm a sucker for some good Order 66 content. Guys, what the heck? We saw clones in live action for the first time since freaking Revenge of the Sith. We saw the 501st clones in live action, no less. We saw Jedi defending Grogu. I'm not sure who it is. At first, I thought it was Sindralik because of the, the long blonde hair, but that wouldn't make too much sense because Sindralik was killed by Vader. We saw that in a hologram. And for those of you who don't know, Sindralik was um, the, uh, the, the battle master for the uh, Jedi Order during the time of the Clone Wars, which meant he was a lightsaber instructor and kind of the head of security. We see him in the Clone Wars. Uh, he's the guy outside of the temple whenever there are rioters there during the arc where uh, Ahsoka gets framed. Um, what the heck, guys? What the heck? This is exactly what I needed in my life. I'm really, 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 really excited to see where they take that moving forward. Next up, we got Cobb Vanth. Uh, Mos Pelgo is back. That's the place that we see Mando visit in... Uh, Season two of his show, episode one, whenever he fights the Krayt Dragon. Uh, Cobb Vanth is the one with Boba Fett's, who used to have Boba Fett's armor. He's a super cool character played by uh, Timothy Oliphant. Um, he's an absolute bad A. He stared down the pikes like they weren't no thing. We saw that Jawas had the Krayt Dragon skull uh, on the top of their sand crawler, and then the cantina had the dragon rib cage. Just cool little tidbits. Um, and then, guys. Cad freaking Bane. Are you kidding me right now? Like, are you kidding me right now? I literally gasped 
when I saw his silhouette in the distance. And they did him so much justice. He looks incredible. He sounds incredible. He's in freaking live action. And he's just as much of a beast as he's always been. What the actual heck, you guys? What the heck? People are, are I'm sure people are going to complain about his look in live action. I think it works really well. He actually looks more like the concept art that they originally had for him. His face is a little smaller. His hat's a little smaller. I think that they set up a more streamlined look for him in Bad Batch. His hat was a little bit smaller there. His face was a little more uh, squat and compact than it was in the Clone Wars. I think that he looks great. I think that he looks fantastic. I love that he's a very soft-spoken gunslinger. I, 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 just, I, I don't... And I, uh, that's all I got. I don't know. Next up, I got like why, why stop it too? This is like the only thing I'm disappointed about in this episode. Literally, the only thing was that Boba and Fennec are only stopping at two hunters. Why, when especially when Mando's doing it for free, why not get more people? Uh, Boba's still not in his own show either, which I feel like I should point out. Um, but other than that, Garza Whip and her sanctuary rip to that. Um, I hope that Max Rebo's still alive. Max Rebo being the little uh, elephant-looking dude um, from the the one uh, the one scene at Jabba's palace. He's the guy that plays like the piano type thing. We saw him in the first episode of the show. And then Grogu is giving given a choice. I'm kind of mad at Luke, I'm not going to lie. I thought that he was going to be more understanding of the significance of attachment. But to his credit, he he's giving Grogu a choice, at least, where Yoda and Obi-Wan never gave Luke a choice in, in his pursuing of attachment to his friends and stuff. So at least he's doing that much. But why can't Grogu have some bad-A armor that reminds him of his dad as well as Yoda's lightsaber? Why can't he have both? But also, he has Yoda's lightsaber. How? Where did he find it? Originally, Yoda's lightsaber was incinerated with uh, many other lightsabers after Order 66 in kind of a ceremony uh, that kind of mark the, uh, the, the eradication of the Jedi. So I guess maybe Yoda had his lightsaber, maybe gave it to Luke, or he found it somehow, like it was on display somewhere, kind of like a trophy I don't know. So many questions. So little time for resolution. That's about all I have for my breakdown. As far as my review goes, this is it's I, this has turned into Mando season two and a half rather than Boba's show. And you know what? I I'm not even mad, guys. I when I say I felt like a little kid watching this, I'm not even exaggerating. I was like bouncing in my seat, and I was also crying in a golf shop. Um, as much as I. I I wish we got more Boba. I really, I, I just, I can't complain. This is my favorite piece of Star Wars content in a very, very long time. And it was just one thing after another. And it just made my Star Wars fan heart so very happy. I just, this is actually, this is going faster than I was expecting. I just, I, I'm just kind of like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm bouncing off the walls right now. I I, 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 I don't I don't even know. I don't know. Everything's just amazing. But that being said, let's dive into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So first of all, 
I am pretty certain that Cobb Vanth isn't dead because he was shot in the shoulder. I rewatched the scene. I don't think that he's dead. Um, the deputy, on the other hand, he's he's toast. He got toasted. Um, I still think that Bane is working for the Pikes or someone bigger, maybe Crimson Dawn, but I, I still think that it might just be isolated to the Pikes. I think that there's a possibility that Grogu chooses the armor over the lightsaber. I think that, personally, I think that he's going to choose both, but if he chooses the armor, I think that Luke could bring him to Tatooine, and then they both get involved in the conflict, which I think could be really, really cool, because I still want to see either Luke or Ahsoka training um, Din Djarin with the Darksaber. I think that that would be a super cool thing to see. I also have a theory, guys, and this might come as a shock to you, but I think that Window saved Grogu from the temple. I do, during Order 66. And that's his entrance into this show. And see episode 40 for my theory on where Mace Windu has been this entire time, because I know that that's a point of contention for a lot of people. That They're like, well, he's been alive this entire time, then why didn't he help out with the fight against the Empire? And I say to that, listen to the 40th episode of this podcast. It's a pretty quick listen. It's like 15 minutes. But I think that he might be in like kind of like loose contact with Luke and he's like hey I heard that you met up with Grogu and that he was with the Mandalorian where I might I find him and then Boba's like who now Mace Windu and then he comes out and tries to get him um I think that Luke will realize that his thoughts on attachment are outdated and a little bit hypocritical uh, after a little bit, I think that that will be a major turning point for his character where he's like, okay, this is a little dogmatic and a little stuck in the mud. Maybe I should change this. And maybe he gets that insight from his father as a force ghost who is the king of attachment. Um, I think that Grogu is the new through line for Star Wars. I think that he is going to be the one to take us through all the eras because he's alive in the prequels, he's alive in the original trilogy, he's alive in the Mando timeline, and he's alive in the sequels, hopefully. Um, I don't think that he gets killed by Kylo, which I know a lot of people are going to be talking about. I'm guessing that he either left Luke's order already, A, he, he left Luke's order already, B, he gets saved by the chainmail armor, or C, he's off-world at the time. Not entirely sure, but I, I would be shocked if they killed him off that way. Um, but I think that I think that Grogu's going to be kind of our new like guide because I mean, Yoda was in his prime. I would say around six hundred years old, so we could make a massive time jump into the future and get Grogu and his exploits as a Mandalorian Jedi because I do think that he's going to end up being a Mandalorian Jedi. I think Bosk will likely be pitted up against Boba and his gang if he shows up, and then we'll get a Bosk versus Chrysanthemum uh, showdown coming up. I think that next week is going to be very, very hype, and I'm really sad that the show is almost over, but at the same time, I think that it's been really, really interesting so far, and I hope that we go back and we get to see some justice for Boba because he's been completely sidelined in his own show. And as much as I've loved these last two episodes, it is Boba's show, so I hope that we get some really, really good um, Boba content next week. But that being said, that's about all that I have. 
I love this episode so much, guys. I really, really did. And I'm really, really excited about the state of things at the moment. And I'm really, really pleased with everything. So that's about all that I have for this week. Uh, You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you. And I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.